Tommy Popcorn and Jasmine. We're in Queen Square. The sun is shining and we're looking at the build of Arcadia. We're here with Pip Rush. How you doing? Very good, thank you. Arcadia, I'm a huge, huge fan. I saw it start at Glastonbury years ago when it was a smaller spark of a thing mm. and now it's grown to this huge behemoth it is now. But, you know, how did it all get started uh, and why? It's been quite a mental journey. It de definitely, we, we definitely didn't sit down and plan to be here in seven years' time or whatever it's been. We, we're just a bunch of lads having a laugh, trying to get into festivals for free, wanting to make sculptures partly didn't have much money, partly just had various ethoses about using recycled materials. So we got together and just started making stuff and generally like, we got the odd 500 quid budget which we go and spend on beer and turn up with a load of tools and just have a bit of a laugh. Over the years it's grown and grown and the scope of what we can do with scrap has grown. Bert, my partner, had a lot of engineering skills that he brought to the table and I had actually been building big sculptures as a sort of child with my with mutoid waste with my brother. So I had a bit of experience and yeah, we, it just kept growing and growing and then at one point we came to Bristol. Soon after it got started, probably after that year, you saw the first little stage. We came to Bristol and it just exploded. With, we start, suddenly started meeting like circus people and engineers and everything else. You mentioned Mutoid Waste Company. I mean, I remember years ago uh, there was a glass of the Carhenge and lots of things. So the background with sort of Mutoid Waste, but there's the connection you were saying with the scrap materials. Essentially, would you say Arcadia started as an, an art installation as much as the music? Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it still is, but I guess it just encompasses as many art forms as we can possibly gather. And it also encompasses people being creative with engineering and physics and, and much more straightforward disciplines as well. Looking at the actual Arcadia stage whenever I've gone to festivals, it looks like it's made from like loads of random bits of scrap metal. Is some of it old military hardware? Yeah, a lot of it's military hardware. We started touring scrapyards and quite soon we realised military scrapyards were some of the best. It was also quite interesting and quite sinister going to these scrapyards sort of just after the Iraq war seeing all the stuff trundling back in from that and stuff like that and, and so it kind of motivated us quite a lot to pick up all this before it went to landfill and go and use it for something positive I mean despite its negative purposes it is incredible engineering the work that's gone into it and it's been really nice we can repurpose that machinery for what has hopefully brought joy to a lot of people. And also Bristol has been awarded the European Green Capital for 2015 so it being recycled is really really good for being in Bristol. Yeah so we wanted to take it a step further with the, with the recycling and, and see what other elements we could recycle and our flames are obviously quite an iconic part of what we do so we've developed or with some pretty serious physicists we've developed a flame system that runs off reused chip fat so we've had a team out collecting chip fat from the chip shops around Bristol and uh, refining it into something that we can blow up in the air. So will the flames have a slight smell of fish, perhaps? <laughs> it will smell like a chip shop, yeah. Fred, so. <laughs> I like that, I like so that. All in the name of 2015. How was the music policy developed? I mean, how did that sort of develop? How did you decide on which kind of music to do or what, what suited it? Were the people involved in, in that as well? Well, for me, there's obviously a few of us that work on it and I'm not actually the one who's done that much of the music policy, but for me, it's been pretty straightforward really if the music makes people jump around and smile and that, that's a winner and we book it and, and I've never been that fussy about what genre it fits into um, but definitely in the old days we programmed what we liked a bit more and these days we've tried to just really open our arms really and, and, and broaden to a much wider demographic of people so that we're not this exclusive thing in the southeast corner of the festival but we sort of have people from all walks of life that may not find some of it so digestible so I think this year we've got a bit of everything from a bit of everyone across the board 
record and, and I really hope that that attracts lots of different people to the gig. You went at Boomtown this year. Is it the end of you guys being at Boomtown or are you going to be sort of touring around? What's what's happening with Arcadia for the next few years? Uh, well, we're pretty busy, which is good. We've, um, we took that bider out to Bangkok last year. We've got some pretty serious bookings coming up next year, so we'll be on the road with that. It's um, really great to take that internationally. Our little afterburner stage that you probably saw a few years ago, that's properly on the road now. That, that's out. That went to Miami and Croatia last year, and it's on its way somewhere else at the moment, I think. So, yeah, so we're, we're really busy doing international stuff and, and just sort of preparing ourselves for the next thing, really.